From the studios of Teeing It Up in the swamps of Jersey and Charleston, South Carolina, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for week, what is this, week nine, Luke? Or week ten? Yeah. Yeah, week, week nine, the midway point. Week nine of the NFL season. We have to start with, in Baton Rouge, though, um, what a game between LSU and Alabama last night. And you had a couple tweets about Brian Kelly that I know that you would like to expound on. Or maybe you didn't know that, but I'm just going to put you in the spot and tell you to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, there was plenty of reasons to mock Brian Kelly, whether it was the fake accent, the corny dance videos, whatever else, but the guy can coach football. And yeah. a lot of people question the fit of him coming down into the SEC. He's not from the South. He's doing this fake accent, yada, yada, yada. All they care about is if you can win football games, and that man can win football games. He can coach. And last night we saw the first time when he's at a program that has comparable talent to Nick Saban, and he beats them the first opportunity he gets. Uh, I said all offseason, LSU's going to win right away. He was going to turn this program around in year one. He's done really? it. He's gone. Year one has always been good immediately. He's one of the best coaches in the country, and he's going to have success at LSU, and we saw that last night. It, it was a wild game and uh, obviously a big-time win for them. Um, and just, man, going for two. Would you have gone for two in that spot? In overtime? Because I, my thought always has been that, that you, you, you go for two and end, your, end the misery in the back and forth. In the, in, in, in the second overtime, even though you're forced in the, in the third, I believe now. But my thought has always been kick it, let's just keep going. And for Brian Kelly to put his season, his team, his playoff hopes, his SEC West hopes, his hopes to go to Atlanta on the, on the line stuff that for NFL fans doesn't mean much. Um, but for those from the South means a whole lot. I just thought that that was gutsy to go in the first overtime and go for two. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I grew up playing basketball, and the old uh, cliche in basketball was you, you play for the tie at home, you play for the win on the road. And I've always I've always felt the same way about football as well. I mean, they were at home last night. That was a crazy environment. I would have no problem going on to a second overtime, especially in football where you alternate in college football. So they just scored like that. You get the football right back with the momentum. I actually, if I was LSU, I would have kept playing. I felt good about myself in that spot. Usually you go for two when you think, you know, the longer this game goes, the more trouble we're in. I didn't feel that way about LSU, but in the end, props to, to Brian Kelly for making the call. It worked out. They win the game. You're going up against Alabama as a 13-point dog. Hey, why not go for the win when you have a chance? And, and it worked out for him. And here's your NFL segue, Jason Taylor, who so many of us grew up watching. His son, Mason, now is a legend in Louisiana um, for a long, long time. I haven't caught that two-point conversion. Um, I'm going to shut up and just say from an NFL fan, your thoughts other than the Jets and Zach Wilson after last week's game against the Patriots. Go for it. Well, you know, that's a tough swing game uh, for your Jets because as you were talking for the last couple of weeks, you win that game, you come into this game now, what would have been 6-2, and two, you're feeling a little different. Now you lose that game last week, you get the Bills coming to town, they're a double-digit favorite in New Jersey. Uh, you, if you lose this one today, as expected in the eyes of Vegas, right, 5-4, yeah, yeah. that's a big difference. So uh, last week's a tough one. It's one of those that you, 
it almost becomes, you know, one loss becomes two losses now because you have the bills coming in. Uh, and uh, you, by the end of today, you, you're probably just hovering over 500. So to me, today is really more about last week and what, what could have been about today as opposed to, you know, you, you feel a lot different about this team a, a week later compared after what you saw Sunday, I'm sure. Here, a couple of things I'm just going to rattle off here. Number one, Zach Wilson. You are a really good quarterback when given time to throw. The offensive line has been a disaster at times. That's not your fault. So just relax, take a breath. It's not all your fault. Number two, um, if you are scrambling, just chuck it. (laughs) Just chuck it. Don't hold on until the very last second. These throws that I get it. He's trying to be, be... Patrick Mahomes and save the play and stay in the play forever. It's not necessary. Just chuck it. Throw it away. Live to see another day. Let Braden Man do his thing or live to see third down. Um, the Jets defense, I think, is good enough. And Luke, you may be shocked at this. I think the Jets defense is good enough to live up to um, and hang with the Buffalo Bills offense and Josh Allen. I think this game comes down to do the Jets give themselves a, enough chances at points? It's a very rudimentary football thing, but that's where the Jets are right now. They, they just stink so bad offensively that it's like can we do basic football plays I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone yeah I get what you're I get what you're coming from and I do agree with you and because that's how I felt walking out of the stadium is that is a game that we could have won maybe not should have won or or would have won I was not impressed with Mac Jones but the defense gave themselves enough of a chance and now you sit there and go if Zach Wilson can only throw the ball away, throw it into the fourth row, the fifth row, the sixth row, the seventh row, just throw it away. Yeah, I mean, I think the one concern, if I remember correctly, was uh, didn't they have a pick six called back that would have put them up a couple scores? And then from that point yes. on, it seemed like they couldn't you know, bounce back from that moment. That was the biggest concern. They, they were the better team, uh, at least for well, yes. the game. And uh, couldn't rebound after that. I'm still concerned, Luke, as to how you properly tackle a quarterback in the, in, in, in the National Football League. It's a problem. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's a problem. Dad just wandered by. Dad, do you want any other added other thoughts to the Jets after being in the stadium last week? Wilson used to throw it away before he gets in the last millisecond of going out of bounds, but he's lost his angle to even throw it away. There you go, Luke. Sound familiar? <laughs> yes. Um, your Vikings take on the Commanders. Is this a World War One movie or is this a, some some war b- battle movie? Jeez. Have fun for the announcers today. Um, but yeah, Vikings and Commanders. This is gonna sound weird. Um, look, you're coming off of a game that you won against Arizona in a division that we know is weak, and 
I'll tell you what Jim Nance said in a second, but give me your thoughts first of all on Vikings and Commanders today at 1 p.m. Eastern. Well, the Vikings should win. I feel like I've said this a couple times already this year, but I expect a letdown today. Uh, I was concerned last week coming off the bye, and actually they came out and played really well to start that game. They yeah. to go. Now you go on the road to the Commanders who have won three in a row. They found a nice little uh, uh, little Taylor Heineke here. They've settled in nicely. Defense is playing well. It's Kirk Cousins' first return there. Uh, you get the Bills next week, so maybe a little bit of a look-ahead spot. But after the Jets and the Giants kind of came crashing down to earth last week, I think the Vikings are the next team on that list of these teams this year that most people feel like, you know, I've been a little fortunate, maybe overachieving a bit. At some point, there's going to be that letdown spot. Hasn't happened yet for the Vikings. Today would be the perfect spot where you're favored on the road against the Commanders team that is in last place, using their backup quarterback. Uh, the Vikings are the better team, and yet may still find a way to lose today. So, should the Vikings win? Yeah, absolutely. They're the better team. Um, will they win? Hey, this is the concern that uh, it's their turn this week to have that letdown and uh, not play well on the road uh, with the Bills looming next week. Jim Nance has predicted, and he has no say in the matter, that a 425 game between the Cowboys and Vikings on November 20th Sound familiar? Yeah. Will be flexed into Sunday night to replace Bengals Steelers. That's his prediction. Well, you know, for a Vikings fan, I guess it's bad news because we know all about Kirk Cousins in prime time. So I think you'd rather just. I'm just stay saying, in the I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's Jim Nance, like any other fan, looking at the schedule, trying to figure out what the league office and all the people way higher up are, are, are going to do. That's all. And if that were to happen, that, uh, that's the week right before Thanksgiving. So the Vikings would have two primetime games in about five days. Oh, that'd be terrible for Kirk Cousins. Ooh. 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 He would sleep all week. Ooh. That's, that's, that's not good. That's, that's not good. Um, can we talk about tonight for a second? Yeah. Do you have any faith in these Titans? I have faith that they can keep it close. I just, this looks to me like a, like a divisional game that, you know, is like 10-7 at the half and then winds up being 27-7 Chiefs. You know, with the final score. I, I just don't know if this version of the Titans have enough firepower to hang with the Chiefs. I, I do agree with you there. I, I would say kind of like what you were talking about with the Jets in the, in the Bills game. Is that I do think the Titans, look, during this five-game winning streak, quietly, they've had statistically one of the best defenses in the league. Very quietly, um, yep. Yeah, even the winning streak. I don't think people even realize about the, the, the fact that they've won five Uh So I think defensively, they can actually make things a little difficult for Mahomes. We've seen this year these primetime games have been lower scoring this season for whatever reason to begin with. Then you give me the Titans defense, and then you give me Derrick Henry on offense where they did the same thing against Houston last week where he just kind of played keep away, and he ran for over 200 yards. I don't know if he's going to run for over 200 yards tonight. That's a lot to ask. But the way that the Titans offense is, it shortens the game, fewer possessions. You hold on to the football more, Mahomes on the sideline. So I think in that sense, they can hang in there. Now, can they do enough offensively, specifically from the quarterback position, to try to uh, hang in their offense? I'm not so sure. But I do think that it's going to be a lower-scoring game 
the Chiefs may struggle a little bit on offense, and so the Titans will hang in there. I don't think they can win. Maybe you're right. Maybe by the second half, Kansas City pulls away. But I think Tennessee is set up. It's a good matchup for them with the way their defense is playing and their running game that, that they can hang in there. Mike Rabel, uh, is, uh, when he's a double-digit underdog, he's won three of these games. He's three and three straight up. So he's 500 when they're an underdog of more than 10 points. He finds ways to win these types of games. Uh, I think Tennessee, regardless of who their quarterback is, finds a way to, to at least keep it close tonight. Hey, I, I want to go backwards to Thursday. Uh, obviously, the Astros won the World Series. These Eagles are now undefeated, obliterating the Titans, uh, the uh, Texans, sorry. Um, and I'm just sitting there watching Bryce Young, you know, last night maneuver, and I'm like, Jalen Hurts, that was him a couple years ago. Um, seems to me that this Eagle team is going to only be beat up if they beat themselves up. Yes, the NFC has its has its pitfalls, but they're gonna be a player. Like I don't let me let me let me let me put it this way. I don't know if the Eagles if the Cowboys or the Giants or any other NFC conference team is better than them right now. Am I am I wrong? Am I in our space? Which would not be a surprise. <laughs> I, I mean, I think they've earned that right at this point. So I just think that that, that win with as many distractions going on around the, the city of Philly, being in Houston, <laughs> along with another team in Houston, vying for a World Series title, I just think that, that that's something to keep an eye on. The fact that the Eagles stayed focused and got that W. Yeah, and for Jalen Hurts, I mean, it was going back home to Houston, short week, bad Texans team. You know, you could overlook that one. And they came out and they took care of business, and he played really well. I mean, that was really still my biggest concern, that as good as this Eagles team has been playing, if you go back and you look, you know, Jalen Hurts had uh, something like six touchdowns in the first six games, uh, which for an undefeated team, you think the quarterback would have some more prolific numbers. But the last uh, two, three weeks, he's played really well, eight touchdowns in those last three games. So now he's starting to really become a, a playmaker uh, as well for this team. So, uh, look, it's a good roster. Uh, they won't be tested probably until December when the Titans, when they have to take on that Titans team we were just talking about, maybe Aaron Rodgers in a couple weeks. Um, but the Eagles uh, certainly right now look to be uh, by far the best team in the NFC for sure. Rams-Bucks in the first game after Tom Brady's divorce is official. Jim Nance says that he has not talked as of the, 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 the Monday when he recorded that podcast, said that, that, that he thought that the talk of the, the divorce was out of bounds, though he, though, he, though he did acknowledge that some people do think it has had a factor on their on-field play you and i have talked at length about divorced lawyers tiger's experience in 2010 the fact that he has a personal day every wednesday i think it is luke yeah um so as you go into this game where's your head at because this is a oops luke i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna give you a tip about hosting shows okay yeah and you've hosted way more than I have, but just a tip. 
hit the right button. If you hit the wrong button, it's not helpful for you. That's good to know. It just, it just, you know, the the right things play at the right time. It's just very helpful. Rams three and four, like I, I get it. The, you know, it's 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 tough as the next team up, and 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 we've seen what Seattle has done. We've seen the flourish of San Francisco. San Francisco has done. Hi, mom. Welcome to teeing it up. You always join like once a year. So hi. Just ran the New York City Marathon. No, she did not, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I'm paying for the Rams for the better team. Even versus the Bucks, even if Tom Brady was living perfectly. So, I don't know. Your thoughts, sir. This is a, this is a very disjointed uh, podcast, but that is the sprint at times. Uh, I have no idea about this game. I don't know. I mean, these are two underachieving teams right now. Uh, two offenses that have been bad. The Rams have scored more than two touchdowns once in the last month plus. So, I mean, I guess just because the Bucks are at home and I'll always still trust Tom Brady, even in these dire times, uh, I guess I trust him more than Stafford and, and the Rams. So I, I guess Tampa finds a way to win at home today. But, man, I mean, this was a matchup in the offseason that you'd circle on the calendar thinking this would be one of the games of the year. And now that we're here, it's one of the more disappointing games of the year just because of how underperforming and how bad these two teams have been. Uh, I, give me Tampa just because they're at home. We talk a lot in golf about potential versus... Uh, so, so, sorry, positive potential versus negative potential. In other words, is this shot easy or is this shot hard? And do we need to air it to the safe side because of the negatives that could happen, Right. You look at this game in the off season. You clear it out for the for the, the nation. It's a it's a nationally televised game with with Jim and and Tony. And you look and you circle and you say positives. I don't think Tom Brady divorce ended up as part of uh, those negative potentials. No, for sure. Um, anyway, on that one lovely note, we're getting the end of our radio program, Luke. Oh, I know. Say every week. Your game of the day. Ooh, game of the day. I'm going to say, man, you know, this is the problem. We have each, each week. There's so many bad teams in the NFL. There aren't these. Yes. You would have said Bucks, Rams, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, game of the day. I'm looking at the schedule now. I don't really know. I guess I'll say Sunday Night Football. They're both five and ten. I was going to go Sunday Night Football with the streak that I didn't even know existed with the Titans. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go with that one. But uh, <laughs> Chiefs are favored by two touchdowns for a reason, so. They are. They are. Um, sleeper game. You know what? I would probably say the uh, Falcons-Chargers. The Falcons are in first place. The Chargers I was going to say the same thing. I, I like Atlanta at home. It could be high scoring. Both uh, defenses are beat up a little bit. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting game. Especially, sorry, for fantasy owners. <laughs> a lot of fantasy players on those two rosters, including Mr. Yeah. Herbert. 
um, your game to watch the Worldwide Technology Championship at Mayakoba. And yes, that is the actual name of the golf tournament. No offense to the folks from the Worldwide Technology Corporation, but your company name is very long. For you to choose today, I'll probably say Colt Patriots because Mac Jones or Sam Ellinger outdoors in November just doesn't excite me. Raiders, Jaguars. Yeah, that was uh, another one on the list for sure. Let's, let's see if Russell Henley can hold up a six-shot lead through 54 holes. Oh. Your, yeah, six shots. Uh, 22 of the last 24, 54 whole years of six shots or more on the PGA Tour have gone on to win. However, Russell Henley has had some trouble finishing um, in the last couple of years. He has a five-year win drought. So, just food for thought, if I can talk anymore. Um, and the segment Luke never prepares for the person or player to watch. Uh, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay's under 500. I believe they've lost four in a row. You go to Detroit today. I actually like Detroit in uh, an upset spot here. But Rodgers is 18-4 and four when he finishes the game against the Lions in his career. You can't lose to Detroit today. you got to find a way to get a win and the losing streak. Get that offense going against the, the lowly Lions. Um, Zach Wilson, can you actually do the right thing with the football? <laughs> That's important. Simple question. I mean, my mom rolled in, rolled into the room. Mom, what's the first thing you learned about any sport? Do the right thing with the ball, right? Well, if it's a sport that involves a ball. <laughs> yes, 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 fair. Especially from someone who played a lot of tennis in her lifetime. Um... Yeah, just do the right thing with the football. I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers' head is totally in it. I'll just say that. Yeah. I'll I get just that. say that. Thank you, Luke. My pleasure as always. Enjoy your football weekend, everybody.